0: Welcome to the Manifesting Clarity Podcast, where we work together to help you receive the answers to your big what's next question. Hi, I'm your host, Jen Roth. I'm excited to share how my journey of building a business as a massage therapist and herbalist has led me to my biggest passion, clarity coaching. My deepest desire is to help you create a life you absolutely love. So with each episode, I'll bring you firsthand stories and proven methods from industry leaders who have faced challenging decisions and stepped into their power to unlock a life of their dreams. It's my intention to bring you inspiration and answers so you can navigate your life's next big step. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for coming back. We are having such a blast getting to do all of this. And today is such an incredible day for my heart, for you, for all the listeners. You have no idea the energy that's about to come through, the vitality, the life force of Mr. John Melton. I got to meet John and Nadia, his wife. Gosh, I don't know, maybe about 10 years ago or something like that. Yeah. You guys were asked to fly in, I think, even maybe last minute, um, a couple times to help Donnell Delgado put on some events. And it was a game changer for me and my business and how I saw and what I was looking at in my personal life, my business life, my relationship with my spouse. It was just like, radar and off the charts. You guys have so much energy. If you ever have the ability to first tap into their world, but get to see them on a stage together is one of the biggest gifts life has to offer. So without further ado, John, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. You have so much experience in so many areas, but one being direct sales and building um, a home business. And I just think there's so many of our listeners that could benefit from what you all do, how you do it, how you build relationships, how much you care about people in the world. Um, so who are you and what are you up to?
1: What's up? Well, I'm excited to be here. And yeah, that was probably almost 10 years ago. I think it was like 2013-ish. Uh, but yeah, it's it's amazing to see what uh, has transpired over the last 10 years. And back then, yeah, it might have been 2014. I feel like it was like the very beginning of like, you know, people building an online business and people becoming entrepreneurs and then using the interwebs <laughs> to build a business, generate leads and sales. And we jumped on it. We saw that opportunity. And I think part of it was because we had been through some, some really challenging times. And it's interesting how when you look at things in reverse, right? You look at your life, you know, in, in the rears and you're like, wow, like a lot of those bad things actually propelled me into really good things, right? The bad relationship that I got out of made me realize what a good relationship should look like. And, you know, the bad business helped me realize what a good business should look like. And the bad mentor helped me identify what a good mentor should look like and what I should be and do and the way I should show up as a leader. So uh, we had been building businesses offline for over, well, now we've been in the network marketing, direct sales space, entrepreneur space for, over 20 years. But at that time, I think it'd already been, you know, 10 plus. And we were exhausted, the home meetings and the three way calls. And, you know, we kind of felt like we were chasing the business. The business was definitely not chasing us. And we wanted to start attracting business. We wanted to learn attraction marketing and how to build a personal brand and how to show people how to unlock their truest potential and really show up on camera and do videos and create content. And, you know, back then it was mostly like YouTube and blogging, pre-recorded videos onto Facebook. We didn't have Zooms. We didn't have Facebook Lives. We didn't have TikToks and Reels and all these other things. But uh, we saw an opportunity and we didn't know what it would. What it would turn into, but we knew what we were doing was not the direction we wanted to continue. That path was no longer for us. And we wanted to work from home. And, you know, mostly because we had kids. I don't know if we would, if we didn't start having kids at a young age, I don't know if we would have been as adamant that we needed to build online. And it's funny, again, when you look at your life in reverse, I remember when when Nadia got pregnant, we were like, you know, basically, we're going to have a baby at 23. We're like, oh, my gosh, that sounds horrifying, terrifying. What are we going to do? But then, of course, it all worked out. And now my son just turned 18 a couple of weeks ago. And my daughter will be 14 next month, which I cannot believe. Time flies. But the truth is, we realized that the way we were building our business wasn't sustainable, because we weren't home. We were out every night. And, you know, you see a lot of entrepreneurs, you see a lot of uh, you know, very, very driven individuals. They sacrifice what's most important. Which, you know, if it's a three-year sacrifice, a five-year sacrifice, maybe it's not a big deal. But we had already done that. We already sacrificed five years and been out every night doing meetings on the phone all the time. And you know, as as we started, you know, growing our family, we realized there had to be a better way. Or we were just going to go back into regular sales and just have like a regular job, a job, right? Uh, uh, just in paycheck to paycheck because that would be better. Than sacrificing our family, our children, our own relationships. So uh, that's why we started building online because I really wanted to have an and life versus an or life. I heard Ray Higdon say this one time, and I thought it was so good because it's a lot of people like, well, I'm either going to get rich or I'm going to be a good, you know, husband, wife, spouse, parent, whatever. And it's like I want to do both. I want to, you know, build a multi million dollar business, which we've been able to do over the last, you know, six seven years. But I also want to be a great dad. I want to be, you know, at my son's baseball games and I want to wake up when I'm done sleeping and travel the world and go on date nights and, you know, play with, play with the kids and and the dogs that we now have. Right. I want to have that freedom and flexibility. And I think, I think that's why most people become entrepreneurs. It's because they want to be their own boss. They want to call their own shots. They want to have the, the, the options, the choices, if they build something that eventually can, create time freedom, create that flexibility, especially if you're building an online business, right? Not a brick and mortar business, but an online business. I mean, you could potentially, like right now, we have literally people using our liquid collagen, using our weight loss system or our fat loss system, our belly blaster, right? We've got people using our gut health products, our coffee products, our like all these products, legitimately all over the world, they use them every day, they buy them every month, we earn residual income. And it was very, very hard. Don't get me wrong. Very, very hard, very challenging. But so is life. And if I'm going to put time and effort into something, I want to put time and effort into something that gives me my time back, that gives me the freedom. And I think that's why people get involved in the entrepreneur space, because they just want to do their own thing and not have a cap on how much they can make and how much of an impact they can make.
0: Absolutely, I totally agree, and it's a it's a major mindset shift too right and and I'm wondering, I'm curious at what point did you did you shift Was it when you were tired because my husband and I both jumped into entrepreneurship like just head first like he yeah. did, he had an opportunity to become a partner in a business and it didn't feel right for him and in my eyes, I was thinking, oh my gosh, that's like such a phenomenal thing, right like you have this opportunity, that's an established company that's been there for 30 years, but they didn't resonate as far mm-hmm. as like how they operate and how they do operations and take care of equipment and do all of those kind of things. And so he waited a period of time and then the gentleman came back and said, "Would you like to purchase a portion of my company instead? And mm-hmm. have that part and we can do this." Little did we know we were signing a non-compete for the cash flow aspect of the business. Ooh. So, it was the most challenging 3 years of our entire life. Like I remember our water getting turned off and wow. that was like, huh, I'm pretty sure that it takes about 3 months of not paying your bills in order for that to happen. Like what what is going on? And it was That's partially like yeah. Yeah. because we were also like Focus so much on our business. Like we were Mm -hmm. not sleeping. We were all in, we were just go, 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 go. And one of the things I can remember hearing you and Nadia say is focus on one until it's strong enough to then put yourself out there into other streams. And I was focused very much on one, but I was wanting this and life. And I remember driving in the car, I think it was actually like right about the time I was starting the tea company, maybe even before I got into the tea company. I saw a banner on a car, a car wrap that said, live the life of your dreams or something like that. I can't remember the tagline anymore, but it was for world ventures. I'm like, yes, I want to have this and life. I want to totally do this. And can't remember the first network marketing company I was a part of, but it was some like super fruit drink that I had just gotten out of herbal school. I don't, I don't, I can't remember. It was like, it, it started with an X, I think. I don't know if you remember that one. It was so that,
1: was that like 20 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> okay, then yeah, there was who knows what was back then. There were so many random weird companies back in uh, right. that, that's when I got started 20 years ago too and like the company I was in nobody's ever heard of. So yeah, who knows. Yeah, like-
0: and and just fun, right? Like the amount of notebooks and things that you got and yeah, CD's yeah, yeah. and drive time university and whatever. But what it did do was helped my mindset. It helped me stop With the negativity, it helped me stop with the, I can't do whatever and shift into this land of all possibilities, right? And I was listening to somebody else talk about Tim Grover this morning and our bodies have limitations, right? But our minds don't. And when we're able to be in this pool of people like yourself and surrounded by, that's what I love about network marketing, direct sales, more than anything is the personal growth and development. Like it is so powerful. And you and Nadia actually practice what you preach. Like you're not just in it kind of dabbling, like you're all in. And it's yeah. absolutely phenomenal to watch.
1: Yeah. And, and it attracts other people, right? It attracts more business because people, you know, whether you're a realtor, insur- insurance broker, construction company, you're a coach, like when people see that you're all in and you're committed, you're obsessed, you love it, you have a passion for it. You have you have that enthusiasm and, and you're out there helping people create results. And then you're sharing those results. People are like, like, I want a piece of that. I want to be a part of that because, you know, at the end of the day, most people don't have everything they want in life, even if they are making money. What if they're working 100 hours a week? And it's like you said, it's like, you know, you're working so much. You don't have the and life. You have the or you're like, I'm working all the time. I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to eat healthy. I don't have time to go on date nights and have a good relationship with my spouse or, or spend time with my kids. And I think, you know, ultimately, everybody's lacking something. And if you look at it, entrepreneurs are essentially problem solvers and we offer solutions for profits. That's what we do. It's like whether we're helping people get healthy, whether we're helping people, you know, make money or add an addition onto their home or whatever it is, right? Whatever that thing is, if you can find ways to get yourself out there and get attention and offer value and, and, and prove your worth, you know, people are going to be drawn to that and eventually you get to the point where you're like. I don't need need to go find a business. The business is attracted to me. I've got so many people that are referring me business or so many people that are in my inbox or you know they're they're calling me, right? They're wanting to do business with me. It takes time to build up that kind of credibility. But again, the time's going to pass anyway. The time's going to pass anyway. 5 years from now, you're either going to be glad you started putting yourself out there or regretful that you didn't. But that's the difference in someone that's successful in in any space is they 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 really were, like you said, committed, disciplined, doing the work, even when they didn't feel like it because they had big goals, big dreams. They had a big desire. And, you know, when you have a big goal, you have to know that you're going to have an equal amount of adversity. It's not like you have this big dream, big goal, little teeny tiny adversity. And then big accomplishment. Like, it just doesn't work that way. It all goes hand in hand. So all that adversity just makes you stronger. And it also puts things in perspective that, you know, the bad stuff, although it sucks, uh, number one, it's not ever, it's never as bad as you think it is, right? The stuff you go through. It's never, when you look back, you're like, that wasn't that bad. When you're going through it, you're like, ah, but once you get on the side of it, you're like, that wasn't that bad. But the second thing is, it does give you perspective on the good. It does give you gratitude for the good. So reason like people are like, man, you're like so available for your team and you're, you're so good at training and, you know, but it's because I have that perspective. I have that appreciation for what we built. I know what it took to get here and I don't take it for granted.
0: Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. It actually is like a tremendous gift. I told my husband this morning that I'm getting to be on with you and it's just like, I don't, I don't even know anymore because I don't keep track of all of these things like I used to anymore, but you guys have a tremendous following. You've built amazing businesses and you've done it in an attraction model. You call people on their birthdays. I mean, what, how, how do you build this business? Because I, for the longest time, I didn't even know what network marketing company you were a part of, right? Like that was just not on the table. You guys stood on stage, you pitched and sold this, my lifestyle Academy, which I fell in love with immediately. I was like, I'm a hot mess business owner learning how to get started. And I have a phenomenal graphic designer and she's created an amazing brand. Now, what do I do with it? And so you and Nadia at that point walked, I don't know what it it all looks like now, but it was step-by-step spoon feeding exactly what I needed. And when you can fire people up like that and provide and give it's. A game changer.
1: Yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. When you can provide and give and and you know be a person of value, no matter. And you know the thing the thing is, back then, you know, going back to, to when we first started, we didn't really know what we were doing, but we just knew we had a gift. We knew we knew we could uh, speak life into people and give them ideas. Like we're like, hey, we don't really know how we're gonna you know make money, but we know that like we can offer the things that that. You know our expertise, our you know wisdom, our experiences, uh, the things we're learning. We were literally taking people on the journey with us. Still today, we do that. But uh, it turned into an actual business because people were like, "Hey, can we hire you? Can we buy your course?" You know, or like, let's say one of our friends is launching something, right? Someone that, you know, is on our team or one of our friends, you know, Ray Higdon or, or you know, Fernie and these guys that, that, you know, have the attraction marketing company, you know, when they launch things, we'll promote it. Bob highlight when he promotes, when he's got something going on, we might promote it. And, you know, sometimes we promote things just because we're like, hey, that's an awesome thing. We're just going to share it. Sometimes there's like an affiliate, opportunity where we're literally getting compensated like Shilene johnson when she launches her marketing impact academy we promote that and i don't remember exactly what the percentage is but we earn over a thousand dollars on every sale so like her last launch i think we got like fourth place and we got like some big bonus you know we're inside of her course at this point we've promoted it every year for the last few years and you know we're we're earning over a thousand dollars per sale and i think we had like 30 sales so you know it's a nice little $30,000 on a course that we went through that we believe in. So it's so cool that when you build this community, you build this, this following, you're, you're offering obviously a lot of free value, but there are ways to monetize. You know, And that could be through a service. It could be through uh, consulting or you know something along those lines. It could also be through a physical product. And you have to figure out, obviously, because you're going to have some listeners that are, you know, at different stages, right? Maybe they're just getting started, and then there's people that already have an established brand, a following, they're already monetizing, et cetera. Uh, But for us, we joined a social retail company, and that was seven years ago. You know, this literally this month, this month it was seven years ago, and we we got started because I liked the company's vision for what they were trying to do. I also liked that they were. On the same page with us with social media because we were like, dude, we're not doing the old school stuff. I'm not doing home parties and presentations and webinars and Zoom calls and three way calls and all the crap I used to do. But I'm going to take those same skills and I'm just going to apply it to using Facebook, Facebook Messenger, Instagram. Now TikTok's been huge for us and our team. Uh, but yeah, we've got a multi million dollar team. We did over 70 million last year in sales. This year we should get close to 80, 85. You know, obviously there's still you know several months left in the year, but. Um, it's just been crazy. It's been crazy. Every year it's gotten bigger, even like COVID. We went from 43 million to 63 million. We had a $20 million increase in sales, just our team, not the whole company, just our team. And that was during COVID. And I think it was because a whole lot of people were like, you know, ironically wanting to get healthy and wanting to like use products. And, you know, it's just, it was weird because you're like, oh my gosh, COVID's going to crush our business. And instead it flourished. Um, and now there's all this recession talk. And in the last three days, we did $1.6 million with a sale, with a promo. So, you know, we've thrived through these, these challenging times. And a lot of it has to do with, you know, the business model, the product, but also it has a lot to do with the systems and strategies that we've created to teach people how to promote, how to not be like an infomercial, not be a spammer. We call them uh, spamla Anderson. Like you don't want to show up with this commission breath where it's just like sale 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 sell 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 promote 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 because that's a turnoff people are smart enough to know when someone is just selling something to make money versus someone genuinely showing up with with tips with storytelling with uh you know their personality and their sense of humor and I think that's like so important in this day and age like I love one of the biggest compliments I get is when people meet me in person they're like you're like the same as you are in your videos. Like, you're just like the same, you're like all hyper and like you, that's the way you are. It's like, that's how you are in real life. And, you know, same with Nadia. People meet Nadia. They're like, oh my gosh, she's even more beautiful in real life, right? They would just love her because she's just so like funny and down to earth and, you know, personable. And I think, you know, that's the old school offline stuff that we learned, right? How to communicate, how to be a connector, how to, you know, just be a good human and care about people and listen to people. Oh my gosh, what like, you know, a concept, like actually listening to people and having a real adult conversation. But when you take that to the online space, sometimes you you kind of lose that a little bit because, you know, you want to like perform or you like start acting and it's really weird and uncomfortable. And we just decided we're not going to be like that. You know, we we're gonna we're just gonna show up the way we show up. And if you like us, great. If you don't, great. Like I'm not here to, you know, convince you to follow me. I'm not here to beg you to join me or buy from me. I'm just gonna show up. And do my thing, whether I have a lot of viewers or not, whether I get a lot of engagement or not, I'm just going to do my thing and share my thoughts. And you know, it worked out for us. It worked out really well. And and you know, you kind of talked about the focus on one thing. Uh, we definitely did that. And then once we started making money, you know, this is where it gets interesting, right? You start making money. You're like, okay, now what do I do with it? Like, what do I? I don't want to be one of those people that just like blows all the money I'm making, but I also don't want to invest in like. You know, things that are like very risky. So that's been a whole new thing for us over the last five years, specifically investing money and being smart with our money, because I heard Danny Johnson say this one time. I don't know if you know Danny Johnson, but she says there are some really smart people out there and they spend all their time every day trying to get your dumb money from you. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to give people my dumb money, you know? So, but unfortunately that has still happened, right? We've we've definitely made some bad investments, especially in the earlier years, but we call that stupid tax. You know, we call that stupid tax. Sometimes you're going to have to, you're going to have to make some mistakes and learn from, from, you kind of talked about it, right? You know, we, we learn uh, what not to do, unfortunately, through our failures, more than we learn what to do through our successes, <laughs>
0: But those are the, those are the memories that, and and that's what I absolutely love. And I had a really challenging time wrapping my head around it when I was very first starting. Right. And I actually am very blessed, tremendously blessed to be in a family from an incredibly hardworking dad who I I think had my mindset a little further on the radar of like how hard you have
1: to work for your money. But, um, which you hear by the way, right. You hear that, but until you're in it, you're like oh my gosh, this is so hard. Like, people said it was hard, but it's like, wow, it's really, yeah, I hope it's worth it. (laughs) That's a good point. That's a good thing. But he showed you the example of like hard work, not just telling you, like showing
0: For sure. And has the ability to invest in what he wants and figure out what he wants. Right. And so I'm super, super grateful for that example, because what I learned from that is money doesn't make you happy. And I may be a little bit less on the extreme of like internal drive motivated by money because of that. But I have been on this zest and quest in life to figure out like, all right, I got married. I thought that that was going to be something that looked different. I started a business. I thought that that was going to be something that looked different. And I've learned so much from it. right? So the richness is just absolutely 100% from these failures, from these trials and tribulations. And then you get to like when it when it comes to gratitude, like I remember writing my gratitude journal in the beginning and whatnot. And it's like, OK, I am grateful for these basic things, yeah. But how tremendously deep your grat- gratitude can go. Right. When somebody has totally ripped you off or taken advantage of you or said something. It's honestly right. one of the things that I respect about you more more so than a lot of people is. I remember a high ticket sale at one of the conferences that we were at and I had a conversation with you and I feel like I had maybe some of the money in order to make it happen, but I was like betting on the come, right? Like I I'm going to put my effort and energy into it and I'm going to go for it. And you were straight, like, look me straight in the eye. And you're like, if this is stretching you too far and I don't know that, right. Only, you know, that then Mm -hmm. don't do it. And so many people are, all about selling or pushing you on something they need the money for it so they're going to tell you whatever they need to and that was something that you and Nadia have never that I've observed done and the respect and the gratitude that I have for that and how I want to show up in life is I'll hold in my heart forever
1: oh I love that
0: tremendous
1: but it's short-sighted right it's so short-sighted to like pressure people into doing something that later they regret and you put them in a bad situation and it's it's part of the reason I don't actually like doing any more the high ticket stuff because even if people do have the money or you know they you say hey don't do it and then they do it and then they don't they don't implement it's like the worst right because even though they're like hey it was my decision but you're still like man I just I don't want I don't want someone to feel like they wasted their money. And, you know, obviously at the end of the day, people are going to waste their money. Just that's what happens. But you'd rather be extremely upfront and very direct with people. And it's the same thing when I'm recruiting people in my, 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 my business now, my social retail business. I'm like, you know, here's the thing. This is the cost. This is the deal, what it takes. And if someone's like, yeah, that's not for me. I'm like, okay, cool. But at the same time, you, you want to encourage the right people. You want to, you know, give them some some tips and share your insights. But you're also, you know, you're, you want to tread that fine line of like, hey, I'm not convincing you. You need to convince you. You need to determine that this is the right move for you. Because if I got to convince you to join, convince you to, to post on social media, convince you to follow the system, convince you to show up for the training, convince you, like, that's exhausting for me just as much as it is for you. Like, you have to want it. It's the same thing with being an entrepreneur, right? It's, you can't convince someone to be an entrepreneur. You can't convince someone to have a work ethic. Like that's an internal decision. That's an internal drive like you talked about. And I think there's a lot of people out there that, you know, it's like they want things. They're a want a right? But it's like people want to go to heaven. Nobody wants to die. People want to be rich. They want the freedom and the lifestyle. They want the abundance, but they don't want to do the work. They don't want to, you know, I don't want to read a book. I want to watch Netflix. It's like, well, you know, you're going to watch someone else live their dream. You're going to help someone else build their wealth when you're watching sports or going to the movies. And look, that's fine. If you're happy, that's all that matters. Right. Right. But I think there's a lot of people out there that are dissatisfied. They are unfulfilled. And it's because they're meant for more. And they're just they're not they're not pursuing their God given talents and potential. And it's, it's a shame because a lot of it has to do with their upbringing, their spouse, their their environment, their family, their closest friends are like, you, you, you're not going to do that. That's not, you know, what are you thinking? That's a pipe dream. But at the same time, like you look at the most successful people in the world, they had a, they had a pipe dream. They had some crazy idea that revolutionized, you know, whatever, whether you're talking Amazon, Facebook, you're talking about some of the most successful people in the world, which I know they don't all have the best reputations, (laughs) but Elon Musk, everybody loves Elon Musk. Even the, the people that hate him, they still like, they hate loving him. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's like all those people had crazy ideas and dreams. And thank God they didn't get opo'd. People like what's O.P.O. other people's opinions. Other people's opinions ain't going to pay your bills. Other people's opinions ain't going to make you rich. You got to do what you think is best. And you know what? Sometimes it's you know, sometimes your 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 friends and family, you know what? They're right. They were right about that decision, but it doesn't mean they're right about all your decisions. Right. That doesn't mean that you should just give like people are like, well, I tried this thing. It didn't work. It's like, okay, but that doesn't mean that the next one won't. Right. That's like, you know, if Nadia, she got married when she was younger. Right. Obviously younger. Right. She got married and it didn't work out. She got divorced. Thank God she didn't give up a marriage or else I wouldn't be married to her right now. So it's really just learning from the failure, learning from the adversity, like you said, and it it, it is uh, it is just all a part of the journey.
0: Absolutely, uh, so true, so true. Yeah, in a uh, in the clarity coaching that I do, we have a river journey, river of life, and one of the pieces is getting caught in an eddy. And so often we get caught in this eddy of life of other people's unsolicited opinions ideas and opinions and and then comparison too, right of like oh that person has whatever this person has this yesterday I was talking to a girlfriend and we're like what's the difference between a couple like a version of people right you've got this receiving and resistance and wealthy people I'm going to ask you this question because I'm just going to start asking this question to everybody when you wake up first thing in the morning what do you think about
1: you know, it's funny. So many people do the, uh, the waking up and, you know, meditation the gratitude journal and personal development, dude, I am fired up. Like I, it, so you got to figure out your personality, but me, I can't wait to start responding to my, in my inbox on Facebook. I can't wait to start like, you know, I'm working my business. I'm obsessed with my business. And actually it's funny. Cause I was listening to, uh, Logan and Jake Paul. I just like those two brothers, man. People talk so badly about them, but if you actually listen to their podcast, They are really uh, smart, sharp kids. Of course, there's a lot of like, you know, flashiness and whatever, but that's that's how they built what they built, because, you know, they're attracting a a younger audience and they are younger. But it was funny because Jake's talking about all the things he does in the morning to like prepare for the day and whatever. And Logan's like, dude, I just get right into it. I'm like, Logan's like me, you know, and and everybody's got to figure out their thing. Like if you feel that you wake up and by the way, we also Nadia and I also wake up you know, late in comparison to most people it might be, you know, seven 38 o'clock when I wake up, Nadia gets up like nine, you know, she gets her beauty rest. The bottom line is and that's not every day, but that's, that's most days I bring her coffee. That's what wakes her up, you know? So she likes to do a lot of personal development before she gets started with her day. She doesn't want to talk about anything business related me. I wake up, I'm ready to roll. But the difference too, is that, you know, for, for her, she does a lot of, uh, um, A lot of like very deep brain activity like she gets. I feel bad for her because, you know, again, we're making all this money. Now you got to protect it, figure out ways to legitimately pay less taxes, legitimately set up businesses and entities and all this like very complicated crap that literally I would do anything to never be involved with. And she knows that she's like, hey, baby, you want to help me fill out this 60 page uh, form for this thing? I'm like, no, not not at all. Not even a little bit. So thank God for her. But she gets into all the the, the the weeds of like the detailed analytical tax stuff and stuff like with our businesses and our, our real estate properties down in, in Destin. We've got a couple amazing like rental properties and she gets caught in the weeds and that stuff. And I just get to do my thing with my, my social retail business. Like I'm just talking to people about the same old things all day long and I'm so jazzed by it. But I also I shut it down. I have to force myself not as much now but eventually I had to get to the point where I had to shut it down in the evenings, you know, and force myself because I'm so obsessed and I love it so much to like, you know, just chill and watch some TV and hang out with the kids, date night shopping, you know, Christina and I, you know, we, we went shopping last night and had some good times and I was hanging out in the pool for a while. And, you know, so for me and for most people, I think it's, it's, it's that balancing act, right? There's no true thing is like balance per se, but it is a balancing act of like, you know, I work out every day, you know, for two hours, I'll work out, uh, you know, I have my follow ups, I have my content creation, but I get most of that done, Jen, I get most of that done before four o'clock. You know, I get most of that done by three o'clock. I've already eaten, worked out, done my video content, done my follow ups, done all my things. And that doesn't mean that I like completely do nothing for the rest of the evening, but I'll do easy stuff. You know, I'll respond to some of my leaders. I'll, you know, I'll maybe engage in some social media stuff. But for the most part, all the, the hard stuff, I get it done when I got the most energy. Yeah. I get my eight hours of sleep every night. You know, I like to me, there's nothing more important than identifying like when you have the most energy, when you have the most availability. And I know everybody's different. Some people wake up at 5 a.m. I understand if you wake up at 5 a.m., you're going to do personal development, gratitude journal, meditate. Nadia loves to meditate every day, right? Work out. They get everything done by 8 a.m. And then they start their day. But that's also someone that probably goes to bed a little earlier than us. We'll go to bed 11 o'clock most nights around that time, you know, maybe 1130. So you have to figure out what works for you and don't get caught up in what all the gurus say, right? Gary Vaynerchuk was one of the first ones that I ever heard say this, that, you know, look, Sure. Waking up early can be really good for people, but I know people that stay up really late and they're still catching worms. They're still getting business accomplished at 2 AM. If that's you, you don't need to wake up at 5 AM. That's three hours of sleep, right? So you have to figure out your schedule, your, uh, get that clarity on when you have the most availability and energy. I think that's a big deal. I think it's a big deal that there's a lot of people out there. It's you know, they they don't get a workout in because they're like, if I don't get it done by, you know, this time or, you know, if I don't do my follow ups by this time, it doesn't happen. It's like, OK, well, you need to you need to readjust your schedule, and your calendar and figure out like maybe you need to go to bed earlier. Right. Maybe maybe if you're exhausted all day, you need to sleep in a little later. You know what I'm saying? So everybody's got their thing, got their schedule. But for me, man, I'm ready to get after it. I open my eyeballs. I'm like, let's go like fire it up
0: so fun. That's so fun. Yeah. Yeah, You're spot on. We're all so different. I mean, so different. I don't know. I had this picture painted in my mind too, of marriage or whatever, of like going to bed together and whatever. And my husband and I couldn't be more different on so many levels. And it's something that I love about power couples or people that care about one another that are willing to do the work. Right. Is like you figure out your rhythms and your routines and how to make emotional deposits and what to do to support the heck out of one another. And it's absolutely 100% okay if you're not similar in certain areas, right? Like it's actually really healthy. Yeah. different things. Um, yeah. I'm definitely a morning person. My husband is absolutely not. It takes him like a while to just kind of get a chug and I'm like, ah, oh, but I know have so weird? much energy. I want to go.
1: Yeah. You know, what's weird too, is I always felt like I wasn't a morning person because I didn't like waking up early. But the truth is if I get proper sleep, like I am a morning person, I wake up fired up. And then in the evenings, that's when, you know, it's like eight, nine o'clock. Like, dude, I don't want to do any work at all. You know, I don't want to respond to any messages at all. Now, if something really important comes through, I mean, I guess, sure. But that's rarely the case. You know, now, again, you got to figure out, especially if you are married or you're not married, like you, you everybody, like you said, everybody's different. But I think it's important to get on the same page. If you're married with your spouse, I'm like, here's what I hate doing. And it drains my energy. I would love to never have to do it again. And then maybe that's the thing that like, like paying bills. I have no interest. I have no interest in that. I don't know how much money we make, how much money we have, what our bills are. I just get pissed. Nadia took that stuff over, over a decade ago. Thank God, you know, and for her, she's more analytical, more detailed. She's got her structure. A lot of it's like automatic payments and extra payment. She's on top of all that. Thank God. Now it is unfortunate when I hear like people are together and they're both the same type of personality, that's got to be tough. But when you have someone that's like more of the people person and more of the back end, like that is such a strength. And I feel so blessed that, you know, that's our relationship. Like she doesn't talk to anybody on the team ever. Like she's not involved in the day to day stuff ever, you know, but she helped organize our groups and our scripts and our infrastructure for our team, you know, so she's helped with all the analytical, organized, detailed stuff. But I'm not that I'm like a bull in a china shop. Like, I just want to go, go, go worry about the the details later. So it's so huge if you can sit down with your spouse, sit, sit down with your significant other, your partner, whatever, and get clarity on like the responsibilities and the tasks and the things that like the two of you are going to do, because it does make life a lot easier versus it just being like, you know flying by the seat of your pants. and like, okay, so who's going to do the dishes? Who's going to do dinner? Who's going to take care of the kids? Who's going to, you know, do this and who's going to take care of the bills and the social media. And it's, you know, that's life, right? We all got these, these responsibilities. And I think the sooner you can delegate, but then also outsourcing a lot of that stuff, you know, a lot of the, like we have a cleaning crew that comes to our house every Monday, thank God and cleans the house. You know, we've got, now, of course, we keep it clean, but you know what I'm saying? Like they're doing the extra cleaning, And, uh, we have a whole virtual team that helps with, with, with our brand, our email list, our website, our team, like it's just such a big deal to have all of that in place when building an online business. And you can hire people in the Philippines for like $5 an hour to do amazing work. And I don't know what we would do without our team. Like we would literally be lost, you know? So It's so huge to outsource, delegate responsibilities, get on the same page with your partners, your spouse, whatever you got going on. And it will make your life so much uh, more blissful. (laughs) 100%.
0: It's so true. Yeah. I finally have someone on my team. Well, I've had many, many people on my team over the years, but we have an incredible group and crew right now. And it is a game changer. I just that I just asked them the other day like we need to really start recording all the things that you do in case you disappear like I'm constantly saying if i die tomorrow I'm working on operations and writing things down as I go. I'm definitely a bit more like you and not so much analytical and logistics. That's that sort of thing. But as much as I can, I'm writing it down because I don't want to leave a mess for somebody tomorrow or whenever. Right. Like I want them to be able to step in if they want to do something with it. Great. If they don't close the doors, like move on. But um, yeah, and that team aspect. So whether you're just one person, you know, finding that person in that team yesterday, I was talking to a phenomenal um, coaching, a woman who owns an amazing leadership coaching organization. And she's like, we have, I have 28 people on my back, my back end that help me with every single thing that I do. And if I didn't have those people, we would not be doing what we're doing. Like, it's just the way it is. Right. And so finding whomever it is whether it be your spouse or partner that kind of thing um for sure it's a blast. This morning I woke up and my husband even has a list of all the things for camping for this weekend. We're going camping next week and I'm like I I just don't I might do that but like last minute in the last like 2 hours before we leave, not a couple of days before we're headed out and I've got it in my head but I'm not writing it all down, doing the systems and processes. So I woke up this morning, I'm like, oh my gosh, these are the gifts and the gratitude that I find now, right? Oh, that yeah. are like, oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is so fun. Um, but it's important.
1: Th- it really does alleviate a lot of stress, you
0: yeah. know? Yeah. And it moves, it moves the needle, right? Like you get to focus on what your zone of genius is. You get to focus on where your energy flows. And when we're in that vitality, we get so much done, like so much done. Yeah. We're trying to do it at times when we can't, if you have the opportunity to do that, then um, you know it's, it takes a lot more energy and effort to make it happen. So circling back to that question that I asked about what you do first thing in the morning is people who are wealthy and or have a wealth mindset, don't think about money first thing in the morning, right? So you might be somewhat in your business and that kind of thing, but I just think that that's a, a, a massive shift for some people on the planet, potentially right now, right? Especially going through COVID, going through a downturn in the market, whatever it might be. Like, I actually just want to live the most happy life I possibly can. And mine's yeah. not attached to money. It's definitely making money so that we can live a phenomenal life. And it's not how we operate, right? It's what no. juices us up that is exactly done. Yeah. yeah.
1: If, you're not, if you're not excited about what you're doing, you're either doing it wrong or you're doing the wrong thing. You know, and people are like, "Oh, do you have to love what you do?" I mean, I think you fall in love with what you do as you get better at it. You know, so it's kind of that. It, it just depends on the person. But like, you know, if someone's like, "I hate the restaurant industry. I hate being around food all day," it's like, "Why do you own a restaurant?" Like to me, that make no sense. If you don't see yourself doing it five years from now, don't spend five more minutes doing it. Get out of it. You know, and obviously, it's easy for me to say that, but there's always a solution. There's always an option, even if you got to take a loss. Like. If you really hate something, you're miserable, get the heck out of it. If you hate your job, then why aren't you doing something about it? Like whining and complaining never helped anyone do anything worth doing ever. You're not going to get to to a a new level of abundance, success, life, next level. You're never sitting there, you know, focusing on what you hate about what you do and how miserable you are. And I think that's most people. And it's like the dog laying on the nail. You know, the neighbor walks by and says, dude, what's wrong with your dog? Why is your why is your dog laying on the porch, whining, moaning and groaning? What's wrong with your dog? What's going on? He's like, oh, he's laying on a nail. It's like he's laying on a nail. Why doesn't he just get up and move? Like, go. It's like it doesn't hurt bad enough. That's most people. It doesn't hurt bad enough. You know, moaning and groaning. Not going to do anything about it.
0: Oh, thank you so much, John. So how can people find you guys? How can people tap into what you have going on and, um, and continue to to follow you at you. have got to run, skip and jump over to what John and Nadia are doing it is such a breath of fresh air.
1: I appreciate that. Uh, we have our website, mylifestyleacademy.com. Uh That's our blog, our podcast, all our free social media resources to help people build online businesses and, Lead gen and social media strategies and guides and scripts and all the things that's that's like our hub, but of course, Facebook and Instagram. You know, if you you look me up, look Nadia up, Nadia doesn't post as much as I do, but uh, she has phenomenal content as well. And we, of course, we do a lot of things together. Uh, we just did a branding training actually this past Monday, and here's what's beautiful again talking about outsourcing, repurposing, delegation. We just basically did that training for two reasons one, we go live every Every Monday, we call it Money Monday with the Meltons at 2 p.m. Eastern. A lot of times it's just me, but this one was me and her, which is awesome. I always love when she's on. And we're taking that and turning it into a podcast, a YouTube uh, video. We'll repurpose it for, for short-form video, and it'll be updating an old blog post video. So that's, that's what we love doing. We love working smarter, not just harder.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah,
1: social media, Milasto Academy. That's the best ways. And I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you having me on. It's so cool that we've been connected all these years. and I love seeing you uh, level up as well and, and and make an impact. That's what it's all. To me, that's that's everything. Once you start making a difference, you know, it's it, like you said, it's not about money. And of course, the money naturally comes with the impact, but it becomes so much more than just like making a buck. You know, the only time I was ever money motivated is when I didn't have any money. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so true yeah and then you scare people away from you it's just it's yes. absolutely wild it's that commission breath you're talking about mm-hmm. yes 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 thank you thank you thank you thank you i appreciate you so so much and uh we'll touch touch base soon and i um, excited for everybody to listen in next week but thank you for joining us today have a wonderful amazing incredible day thanks for having me Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Manifesting Clarity. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This helps others to find the show and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode.